What is the crack, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Covered It, as presented by my good friends at Quack Golf. I'm joined today by Ben and Scott. What's the crack, lads? Hope you're well. Very good, Sean. Very good. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. And uh, and Scott, are you good? Good, Sean, man. Yeah. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Lovely, lovely. Uh, and as always, uh, I am back as well. Your host, Patrick Shanahan. Um, I'm the man with good diction, so that's that's why I'm here. Um, so just again, some admin starts, so some shout outs. So a massive apologies to Ronan Meganetti uh, last week. <laughs> last week, Ronan, I'm really sorry. This just shows how how amateurish we are in this podcast and how uh, how brainless we can be. But um, I read your review. Um, looking at your username, I saw Megan, and I just thought your name was Megan. So. Huge apologies, Ronan. Um, Ronan Meganetti. Uh, I'm sure the lads will uh will look after you the next time you you do an old quack order there. Um, I love the way I have nothing to do with quack, but if I say it publicly on a podcast, then you have to have to do it. <laughs> I just thought, say, yeah, you can literally send us down the river, and there's nothing <laughs> we can do here. Send Shani some new joggers. Um, <laughs> okay, boys. Uh. Sinead McCarthy uh, sent in a lovely message saying, I am loving the pod. She said she's flat out with full swing after listening to it. And I don't even play golf. So there's a bit of an achievement, lads. We've, we've brought a new a new golfer into the world. Um, and then finally, Suzanne from Holland, who has recently moved to Ireland. She's obsessed with golf. She's loving the pod. She's even got a new set of irons. And um, she's hoping to get to single digits this year. But she she was just wondering if we could maybe give her a shout out for a little bit of help because she's looking for a new uh, a golf club to join in the South Dublin area. So if there's any girls and ladies listening out there who who play in a, in a sort of a Dublin, South Dublin golf, golf club that has a good lady scene, then um, I'm sure um, Suzanne would love you to get in the DMs and, and help her out. And uh, I'm sure the lads would 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 pop her an old, uh, if, if, you, if you get into the DMs, I'm sure the lads would send an old ladies polo out to you as well. Who, where did, <laughs> How did you come in contact with Suzanne? Is this um, Eve out? Suzanne is uh, Eve out, Eve out's girlfriend or Eve out's fiance who plays fiance, uh, myself yeah. and Scott Sullivan's uh, hockey team. So she's um, she's obsessed with golf nearly as much as me. So um, we got on like a house from fire in, in Pembroke Bar. Um, so we got to look after her. You know, we got to get her a club. Um, yeah. I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know where to start. So hopefully, there's someone else out there that might. And uh, while we're while we're on shout outs, I think it, it was a real funny one. I was telling Ben uh, yesterday from a shout out to Nick Burns as well, uh, mm-hmm. Big Bear Burns out, out in Dubai, who sent me a very funny voice note um, talking about reminiscing about a couple of years ago when we brought you Shani out to, to Corvallis to play golf and uh, how hooked you got. And he was sent me a good voice note laughing at the monster that we have created <laughs> in you being a golf nerd and obsessed uh obsessed with the sport so shout out to nick as well and uh, thank sorry you. yeah we, i think i think like mcgurk's oh nick and i <laughs> at least commission or percentage with the amount of money or like mcgurk's a half penny just just golf stores in general around ireland the amount of cash you spend on golf we should be making commission for bringing you out that time and the second hand golf market yeah it's, it's taken by storm <laughs> you're you're keeping all those travelers afloat who sell golf <laughs> Out the back of their vans, <laughs> the wife and uh, the wife and golf golf salesman. Um, thank you very much, Scott. Yeah, I suppose um, I didn't really play much golf at all before COVID, and now 
it's my passion i'll say that so um right we might as well get into it lads and i think we should start where all where we should, where all the listeners want to know have either of you watched behind enemy lines since the last podcast <laughs> no uh, but no, no we no. were we were golfing with uh scott's cousin jody who had a similar reaction being like no it's it's the one with owen wilson you haven't you didn't have watched that one he I can't believe, believe you haven't watched it. It's like always on like film four or more four. Like you'd surely be sitting there and it pop on, you throw it on. No, like no. I, I wonder, it baffles me that you haven't, but I was sort of thinking because, you know, this is a golf podcast that if I was going to ask you again, I have to some, find some sort of a golf strand here somewhere. But um, I was thinking maybe is the reason why I love that movie so much uh, because it's kind of like a metaphor for my own golf game. So, like every time I go out um, on the golf course, I'm kind of behind golf's enemy lines and Gene Hackman is waiting on the 18th green to get me home safely. But like every time I come back with like a missing limb or missing limbs, plural, and Gene's just always disappointed in me. But then big Owen Wilson comes back, not a scratch on him every single time. Like you're Clutch, really, you're Clutching. Really, yeah. Clutching. <laughs> really, yeah. Yeah, I was going. I was going to say. I was going to say. I'll offer. I'll offer for next week to do a a segment on the podcast of the top five golf movies um, oh. of all time. I'll uh, I'll do that for you for you, Patrick. But also, if anyone out there, um, of the four listeners who listen to our podcast on a <laughs> weekly basis, have any suggestions on what golf movies they enjoy, please uh, please let us know. Any crack yeah. socials, and uh, I'll take the I'll take the advice. Um, I'll take the advice and I'll put together a top five list of uh, of what I think is the best. Can't, can't, in, can't include Happy Gilmore. Oh no 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 that Happy uh, Gilmore now now unless yeah. I can only find four movies around golf and I need one to fill the oh I'll give you list, some but can I give you some so uh, no, the le- we, no, the... we, no no this is my, no no this, you've had your movie segment oh. this, this is my movie segment and I'm going to do it with the listeners and it's not going to include any advice from you. Can I just give you one? Yeah, go on. The Legend of Bagger Vance. Bagger Vance. Will yeah. Smith. Yeah, yeah. it was going to be in it, Shani. Shani, don't come at me for movies and golf, okay? Can I, I give you one more? No, because now you're just making the list and you're ruining next week's podcast. So um, instead of clutching at straws at, yeah, at yeah, Gene, yeah. Twitter, Gene Hackman or whoever it was. Uh, uh, don't ever do go with Gene Hackman now. Uh, I wonder what Owen Wilson's handicap is because I think he's a big tennis fan, isn't he? I'll, uh, I'll be the fact checker yeah, today, I... so let me just check. No, oh, sorry, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm thinking of Matthew Perry from Friends. <laughs> He's a massive golf fan. Right, let's let's move on quick here. Um, okay, so last week, um, I was talking about how some of our listeners think we're just posh cork lads, so um, it's best to sort of let them know who we are a bit more. So, Ben, I'm going to do a little intro to the podcast around with you. A little quick-fire questions with you, just... Um, Get your answers in quick. Um, so name. There's nothing here on Owen Wilson's handicap. Just uh, Wilson Golf has introduced a new uh, DynaPower driver. So just no, not not this segment. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fine. What's Sorry, your name? <laughs> uh, ben Ben Scott. I know, con- confusing because there's another Scott in the podcast. A ben and a Scott. I've got two first names. Uh, age. Twenty-eight. Where are you from? Uh, Clibriton, County Cork. And the age you started golf? I would say about 12. Um, lowest handicap index you've got to? 
cut yourself out of junior cup um, <laughs> and your desired handicap at the end of this summer uh, I think I'll stay where I am because I don't plan on playing any competitive golf so three just leave it yeah um, favourite Irish golf course um, Bandon Born and bred Born and bred there that's it um, and just give us an interesting fact about yourself just to let us know a bit more of who you are it probably plays into why it's my favourite course but I have three hole and ones on the 11th hole in Bandon which is some would say it's a pitch and pot hole but I would say they, they all count I love it uh, there's a part part of me there for a second when you went some would say I thought you were going to go some would say is absolutely unheard of I was going to be like <laughs> I was going to be like jeez that's arrogant yeah I must say your interesting facts are kind of boring I, I have two interesting <laughs> facts and they're so much better than yours so I can use I can I want to give one to you now Shani how many hole ones do you have I've won in Corbyn. Exactly. exactly. And the, the Corbyn is the whole course is a pitch and put course. So get away from me. That was a very impressive <laughs> hole in one. It was blowing a gale and it was a five iron into a, a 120 yard par three and I hit a five iron. Are you, are you really coming on this podcast talking about blowing a gale with a hole in one and hitting certain? I mean, like Shani, my story trumps your story. So the background of my Zoom here. So you have oh, no yeah. legs to stand on. A three wood into. I hit a rescue. Into it's like a, like 140 yards. Yeah, I think the fact that yours is on video is just Oops. trumps everyone. Yeah, I actually I'm actually not 100 sure if I believe you that you even had one. Yeah, I did. I did because I got the watch. Sorry to any of the listeners out there. If you want any inspiration to to get a hole in one in Ireland, if you get a hole in one in a golf competition in Ireland, and you submit it to um. I can't remember the name of the company, but Hugo Boss send you a watch. It's in the back. It's in the front room there. I'll go get it. Is it still Hugo ticking? Boss send you a watch saying hole in one, Corbless links, such and such day. So I have the have the watch outside. I should bring it out actually. Start wearing it. Get it on for the wedding day outside. Yeah, stuff now. Um, but lads, are you got lads? I'm dying to get so, my tell us, uh, tell interesting us. fact off off my chest here, um, and I'll save another one for next week. Um, but do you know photo wildlife park and car? I do. Yeah. We do, yeah. And do you know the the cheetahs? I don't yeah. know personally, but yeah. Like you're aware of what a cheetah is like. Yeah. Um. So like I'm the reason why there's a second fence outside the in- internal boundary fence. Have you heard this before, Scott? No. <laughs> yeah. So like if you go to photo now and you go up to the cheetahs, like there's a fence around the fence. And I'm the reason for the outer fence. Because when I was a baby, it's actually one of my first memories. My dad had me in his arms in photo and he brought me up to the fence where the cheetahs were. And I remember putting my finger through the little hole in the fence and a cheetah like jumped at the fence and almost like bit my finger off. I don't know why I expected that fact to be related to the golf course. It's not to do. Oh yeah, sorry. Photos beside the golf course. There you go. We never said interesting facts had anything to do with golf. It's just about getting to know the person. So everyone needs to know that I have no fear of cheetahs. Okay, interesting. I really thought that it had to be a fact about golf, but that's fair. Oh, you didn't. You're just not interesting. That's fair. I'm not, not all of us can be the, the next Steve Irwin of Kinsale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where are we going with this? Um, <laughs> okay, lads. So you lads are playing a bit of golf at the weekend, Rory. Yeah, we were. We were down in the, the sunny southeast. Um, so we played three days of golf. 
um, start off in Friday down in Rosslair. Shout out to everyone down in Rosslair. Shout out to Jerry in the club in Rosslair, one of the nicest folks you'll ever meet in your life. Um, sure. Jerry is the head of golf down there, so he's been there the last year. Has has worked in an outrageous amount of places. It probably has mm. the longest CV, um, and of all sorts of was part of a media company, different industries. Nice. Yeah, industry. Yeah, verticals. Yeah, Bank of Ireland. Um, and oh, wow. golf, the golf course down there. Uh, real nice guy. Great golf course. Great golf club house as well. Lovely food. It was um, it was Baltic. Honestly, it was like playing freezing. golf in the middle of December. My hands were frozen. I've got to take care for you, Ben. Like, why are heated jackets for golf not a bigger thing? Like, it's such a simple technology. Like, we've got heated blankets for going to sleep. Why can't we just throw it into a jacket? Like, Gary Neville was on Monday Night Football there yeah. a few weeks back, and he had one. Why is it not a thing? Like, why can't you lads just bring out a heated jacket next next winter? I just don't think people like to play golf in that cold of weather. But if you had a heated jacket? I think it's your extremities that get really cold. Yeah, it's, yeah, your your fingers and toes more than my chest, or you know, would be yeah, my thing but on it. Look, I'm not a scientist, but I'd imagine if you could heat your core a bit, that would get out to your fingers eventually. I don't yeah, know. I just, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I just, I don't I, think I've ever been that cold. I just don't see the market for it. Are you? Are you? Are you serious? I'm serious. I think it's an expensive oh thing to to make. I, I thought think... you lads were going to jump all over this. Oh, Shani, yeah. what a great idea! Next winter, cha-ching. It also sounds like a, a washing nightmare, like a tumble, you know, do you yeah. tumble dry? Can you wash it normally? You have to get it dry cleaned. This, this, Shani, this is why you're not I didn't, th- I didn't think about that now too. Yeah. But like, we can ask Gary Neville what he does with his. Um, Probably just buys a new one each time. No, he doesn't. He's very eco-conscious. He gets the train from Manchester to London um, doesn't drive. Oh, what a stalwart. Yeah, what a man. Um, but yeah, like, because uh, the answer is uh, the answer is not. I always like, oh, just put another layer on, or wear a, you know, a, an Under Armour, and then a few more jackets. We can't swing then, like, you know, the answer is heated golf jackets. It's surely like it's twenty twenty three. Like, come on. Well, Scott, Scott has a pair of those mittens that you wear, and I was putting them on in between shots because we were driving buggies, and like that was the only thing. It was my fingers and hands that were cold, not my body. That I don't think having a heated jacket on was going to improve my golf disappointed now I thought I thought you got over that okay fair enough I'll take it I'll take take it on the chin um, um, anyway so then after Ross Lair we went up to Bunclody which was excellent um, yeah. <clears throat> I don't think I haven't played there I'd say in probably 10 years um, but it was just as good as I remember lovely clubhouse lovely course just unbelievable setting so we had a bit of fun there and then our final round was an Arclo uh, and we just had it peach of a day um lovely low sun in the sky and our clothes of course surprised me it was really nice so we've got a bit of a, a video series coming up from those three courses we played a few matches so if you check out the quack uh, youtube channel you'll see that going live in a couple of weeks probably very good very good um what, what about yourself patrick any golf this weekend yeah i did um i played at the weekend i started bogey birdie bogey birdie bogey Exciting golf. Um, didn't really finish that well, but um, it was good to be out. Um, another man who played this weekend, Kurt Kitayama. Congratulations. He's obviously the latest PGA Tour winner, but he's five foot seven and averages over 180 ball speed. 
Yeah. Small man, but he can still hit it far. Like that gives me a bit of hope. Like I'm I'm only like 158, 159, 160. And what's he? Average, two, like one, 180. 180, yeah, which is so and he's five foot seven, he's seventy seven kgs. Uh, squat. Oh, man, like, yeah. Um, I actually wanted to ask you because you and Will both go to the same guy, um, up in Kinsley, Owen Gibbons. Owen Gibbons um, in Kinsley. When you lesson, that's... when you go into Owen Gibbons, do mm. does he ever talk to you about speed and just like the I do you feel like not really? No. I feel like when I started golf when I was twelve, everyone only talked about your short game and your putting, and yeah. in like the last like three years, it's there's been a complete switch to like hit the ball as far as you can and then work out what to do. So like. I if I was staying in Ireland this year and I was going to go get some golf lessons, I probably would just try and up my swing speed and try hit the ball as far as possible. Is that not what? Oh, absolutely, is, no, absolutely. Is, like it's because it's been statistically proven to just. But does Owen try you and, can hit? Sorry, I was just going to say, does, has Owen tried to do that with you? Not really. Like I think, like the closer you're hitting it to the middle of the face, you're going to start hitting it further. And like, we've worked on like, like lengthening my backswing to kind of, because the further back you go, the higher up your hands are, yeah. the more sp- speed you're going to get. Like, so that wouldn't be his first focus, but like, you are right in what you're saying in that, like people have just figured it out now with strokes gain that the closer you are to the green every single time, like yeah. reduces your chance of having a, a big score. So like, especially now that, so there's lad like Willie Z, Salatoris. He uses that new system called the Decade System. Um, there's a lad called Scott Fawcett came up with it. And that is basic like I'm gonna need a fact checker here now because I don't pay for the decade system, so I don't really know. But from my limited knowledge of what it is, it is basically like he will work with Zala and let's say he'll hit like 50 drives at him or 100 drives and he'll work out what is Zala's dispersion I keep calling him Zala I, I don't know what to call him I'll call him Willie Z but he'll work out Willie Z's dispersion so okay he hit his dispersion is let's say 80 yards so like the furthest left he hit it was here and the furthest right he hit it was there so he's got an 80 yard dispersion and then he'll basically work he uses like Google Earth to look at holes and he'll go here's your 80 yard window and he basically helps him pick like better targets off the tee so like he might be aiming at a bunker that has 60 yards rough on the left side and the fairways over on the right but he's aiming over at the rough on the left because it gives him a higher chance of just getting it closer to the green without taking penalty shots or trouble or whatever yeah um so i don't know if i explained that correctly but basically there's all these systems now for basically encouraging lads just hit driver off the tree most of the time and that guy Scott Fawcett said get rid of your three wood just just driver just really? driver everywhere yeah he said he got rid of his that is interesting um yeah if I was if I was to go and do that I would I'd like to just see how quick I could get because it's amazing how I know Padraig Harrington seems to be just getting quicker and quicker but like he he's still over 50 and like surely someone our age could swing the club as yeah. fast as he can but that's but like because he's over 50 and he's swinging it so hard it just gives me so much like I'm like okay we can get there yeah he's in the gym the whole time though to be fair yeah. 
So yeah, Kurt, he gets the he gets the most distance per height or something. I saw some stuff. Yeah, did you see that? I don't know what that was, but Rory is I have it here. Um Rory is two point six per so they've done it per, yeah, guys per height. So Kurt Kitty gets two point seven ball speed per inch of height and Rory gets two point six. So like compared to Rory based on height he's more efficient. longer yeah. who puts those things together like? i know I do. so <laughs> random so <laughs> random like is it clinging to straws or is it just trying to find something that kirk does better than anyone else and then yeah. being like there's something we can tweet about yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. um i was delighted for kurt that his ball didn't go in like on that long putt on the 18th so he could mark his ball and tap it yeah. in for his like that was lovely it was lovely, but I'm also like, just tap it in. Who cares? Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. whatever. Did you did you watch much of it? I I watched a bit of it. Yeah, it was it was class. Like Bay Hill's good. Um, it was good that it was a really hard course. Uh, Rory, there was a quote from Rory where he basically said, I'll paraphrase, but he said something like, something like, um, uh, the leaders were coming back to the guys behind because of bogeys and not because of birdies. So I'm not sure how entertaining that was for the viewer, but like that is like nonsense like that is what we want to see like around eight nine ten under is like a class tournament to watch because it's relatable to us yeah he (laughs) he basically said that um people who watch want to see birdie golf not bogey golf but i would argue the complete opposite Uh, yeah i i absolutely hate that narrative like my my fit like i love bay hill big fan as as you said channy i really like the golf course i think it's quite tough like that 17th the part three that kitty birdied um is like 230 or something like a real hard hole there near the end um and like i loved the fact that they were making bogeys and bringing more of the field back into it and you could have had hovland hatton and sheffler harris english was eight under as well like there's loads of people who could have actually contested like my favorite tour you know okay you've got the master you know everyone loves the masters and like then the 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 open as well obviously because we're in ireland is you know another major i prefer but I love how difficult the US Open is. Like, I loved it that year, you know, like Brooks was just, yeah. was he like two or three under, or, you know, like the ones where everyone used to be one or two over par and Tiger was like, you know, a couple under. And it was, mm-hmm. I love that event where it's just kind of like, it's not about making birdies. It's watching them struggle to make pars for me is yeah. way better yeah. golf than watching, oh, Ram has birdied six of the first seven. And I'm like, yeah. oh, like, it's just a putting contest. Like, I, mean, I think, uh, I think, a combination of bogeys and birdies is the most exciting. So you want to see, you want to see them be able to make a birdie, but there could be a bogey around the corner. Yeah. And I think like all birdies is boring and I kind of think all bogeys is boring. So that's why I was actually going to say that maybe a US Open where it's one on one over or something like that. That's probably more exciting than all birdies. I agree with you there, but I think anytime where you're around 10 under, finish on Sundays is definitely a combination of bogeys and birdies which is I yeah. think that's why the Masters is so good because it's kind of it's there's birdies out there on the par fives but it's still scary on most of the holes yeah um, yeah, so yeah the course did look baked though the greens looked I don't they must have been impossible to put on they just yeah. I don't think anyone can make a putt yeah Um, I did I think it was like way back on the Thursday but I saw John Ram absolutely flare one into the trees and um like a ter- like a terrible shot. 
and every time that happens ben i always send you like a video of it and because it's just so satisfying how satisfying is it watching pros hit bad shots like buffers and not even that it's it's more yeah duff chips around the green and leaving in the bunker it's just relatable so relatable it's so good because like anyone that that's what i found when i started playing more competitive golf even in ireland like if i was playing with like a scratch golfer or a plus golfer i'd show up and expect them to be like i'd sh- expect them to arrive with a cape and be a fucking superhero and like they'll still like anybody in the world can still hit an absolute duffer an absolute yeah. bad shot so there's always yeah. hope so yeah any oh marcel seam fair play to marcel seam on the dp world yeah, did we cover that last week? Yeah, that was did last we? week, no? Did he yeah, not win this week. week? No, there was no European Tour this week. Was there not? I just put no, in so... DP World and I saw Marcel Seam was the last winner. <laughs> so there was no, no event? There was no, no event there this week. There is no quack review. Um, shout out to all the quack golfers uh, having a week off. Um, yeah, there is no... I have no results for you, Shani. That's gas. So. I actually I genuinely thought that was yesterday as well, Marcel Seam. He's a proper grinder. Like he's been everywhere. Yeah, he's been there. But uh, we do this week. We do have the Made in Kenya Open or something like that, where we've got a full house of quack golfers for the first time. So Robin Seo Segrist, Mateus Gradecki, Goodmunder Christiansen, all out in force wearing quack. So we're excited to watch that. Let's go, boys! Yeah, that, I believe that, it is the, I believe in it. It's just for just for fact checking. It is the magical Kenya Open. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Presented by Absa or something. Yeah, yeah, Absa. Um, that twinned with the players. Be hard, be hard to choose which one you're going to watch, but I think the players will be entertaining. Oh yeah, the players class. Love the players. Um, do you want to do just, the players preview? Yeah, or? yeah. Well, I just I just watched a video of Cam Smith because he lives down there in Florida, like right beside the players. And someone was like, "Oh, will you be watching it?" He's like, "Oh, I'll definitely be watching it on TV. I might even go up and like see if I can get on property and just what be a fan." I Cam I, Smith at that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Cam! Give us back, I Cam. I know. Um. So, uh, what do we? What can we expect of the players this week? Who, who, who would you back if you were to back someone? Um. I Johnny, mean, I want you to. I want I want you to pick someone outside the world's top twenty. Okay. For for the listeners to back on in each way. So you okay. can have some, you can have some, you can have some time to think about. It. I'm looking at the world's top twenty here, or just outside because like, tough I tough mean, question. Let me think about it. It is yeah. it is exactly. So I'll give you time to to look at it. Like obviously this, the the Rams, the Shefflers, the you know the McElroys is easy thing. But I'm looking at outside yeah. the top twenty. Who who kind of jumps to mind? I have one for you, but. I reckon he might have slid down the rankings, but I don't know did he slide out of the top twenty. But I'm looking he's at been it. sneakily yeah. playing good golf. Patrick Cantley, what's he at? Patrick Patrick Cantley, Shani, is world number four. Ah. <laughs> he is he is literally the next man outside of those world. I didn't even need to scroll up to look at that because I just know that because we watch golf. This is a golf podcast. <laughs> Chani's like here. Here's one under the radar kind of guy. You you may not you may not have heard of him. All right, give me another second here. I I just thought that he hadn't because he is he world number four because he kind of just gets no, no. so many top tens like and, and he's a very good no no golfer. like the, yeah the like the average points is Ram is like nine point five, Sheffer's nine point one eight, Rory's nine point zero four. Then now there is a gap. In fairness to Cantlay, he's seven point two four. But like mm-hmm. next after him is Cam Smith, who's six point three six. Like for reference, Holmes seventh at five point five nine. Yeah. But like Cantley does finish high. 
Like, well, so come here to me. Come here to me. What about this one? Twenty-one in the world. Shane and Lowry. Big Shane. Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling. I was looking at them here, going, "You're probably going to go with Shane Lowry because number one, you love Shane. Two, he's Irish, and three, yeah. he's also twenty-first on the rankings of. Yeah, really there you go. Like, Shani, what? What about your man, your boy, Songjay? Oh, my boy, Songjay. Where's he? Yeah, I back him. Um, love Songjay. Sanjay actually is not part of my question, Ben, because Sanjay is world number 18. Is he? Oh, fair play, Sanjay. Sanjay hasn't won anything big yet, has he? I think he won this. He won the players, did he? (laughs) Oh my God, I'm having a nightmare here. (laughs) Maybe maybe he didn't. I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on in the golf world at the moment, and I am probably the least qualified man to have any form of uh, medium to... Um, talk about golf but listen you know I'm you know who here. scott you know who i like this week and and he's well outside the 20 Ison alexander oh now this is what i was looking for when i asked the question why Where are you going there yeah i'm going because uh, at the open last year we shared a taxi with his dad <laughs> and he's well, 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 hold on hold on hold on is he actually in the field for the players yeah he is i just saw it and he, this is the oh, first right. time, first time I've seen him in the field. His dad is called Buddy Alexander. He used to be a PGA Tour player. We, oh, shout out to Buddy. Yeah, we we chatted, we chatted on the way up in the taxi. Billy Billy, Billy Horschel's uh, ex coach, when he was playing for the Gators in university. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with, and I actually probably the way he is, I'm gonna have to double check that he's even in the field. Um, but. I'm going to go with Ricky Fowler. Ooh. Previous big. winner. Previous winner. Is he? I didn't know that. Mm. Uh, so that means he's probably going to be in the field. Speaking of uh, Ricky Fowler, actually, um, he was on the PGA Tour Saturday uh, Mike Walk, or I must find out what it's actually called. But uh, he, I think it was the 16th. It was the one where, I think it was a par five where, um, par five towards the end where you're, it was short enough but your second shot was over water um, I think he got a decent drive away um, and again he was talking to us the whole time and then he like thinned the four iron just over the water kind of pulled him to the four iron just over the water to the left um, for a second shot and I was just like oh man that is going to go wrong someday like somebody is going to hit a fowler and have to explain to the world what he just did or and not curse. Like, could you imagine if they put Tyrrell Hatton on the mic for one of those? Yeah. I'd pay for it. Like, Wouldn't you? Uh, Pay-per-view. Yeah. He says some funny stuff anyway, and you can hear him when the camera's like 20 yards away with not even a mic on him, and you can hear him perfectly. Too. Oh, lads, we have also, to also, putting pressure before, on. Before I move on, Shani, I really thought you were going to go for your boy at 29 World, Sah- Sahith Sigala. Sahith is my boy. Um, but I've got one for you. Wait, wait, wait! Oh, oh, nice! You actually have an answer. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have an answer for you. Shane was a cop out. So, do you have before I come out with it? Do you have something, Ben? Oh, just I just want a special mention to Aaron Roy. He's in the field. Oh, Aaron Roy's been—he played well at the weekend. Yeah. He's, he's he's first guest on the pod if can, we ever get a guest. Can you imagine two gloves yeah. lifting not up not the, not the players? Cash, not cash for new clubs. <laughs> oh. Two gloves holding it up, that'd be gas. He'd do it for the pod. Um, but I have an answer for you, Scott. Co- little Corey Connors. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. He did a good week last or last mm. week to be fair. Yeah, little Corey. Um, Thirty eighth like in the world for all the stat fans out there. Yeah, Canadian. Yeah. Um, any more player like Cam is not playing, but geez, you remember his shot last year in seventeen? His accidental stitch on the seventeenth. Yeah. No way he meant that. We won't be getting any of that. I hope we get some nasty weather again. Yeah, that will be interesting. I'm excited. I I was lucky enough to play the play the TPC Sawgrass this time la- or not this time last year, but just yeah. after the players last year. So I will be watching it with a slightly different uh, kind of just opinion of the course having been there in person. So I'm excited to see yeah. that. That's um, class. Like, talk to us about, se- let's start at 17. What's 17 like? Like, what did you hit? What's the yardage? Uh, 17, it was, the pin was on the right-hand side, like a Sunday pin. Like Cam? Uh, yeah. Smith one? Yeah, mm. it was, it was like 144 yards. I hit like a, just a pitching wedge. And I put it middle of the green, up, went up on the back back level, and I three putted for bogey. So, so there is like because on when you're watching on TV, it's hard to tell le- about levels and tiers and stuff. So, is there tiers it, all over the place there? Uh, no, there's kind of two main tiers. One like bottom front left is like very much up a hill, and then there's the back and the front right. Kind of there's they slope down to the front right, but there's you pretty much three tiers mm. altogether. Um, and when you're on the tee box looking at it, does it kind of look in, like it? Does it look awful? Does it look inviting? Is it, it looks, in the middle? What does it look like? It looks very small, like the the island itself. If you think when you when you're hitting at a green, like you think you've got quite a lot of room left and right if you go at the flag, but when the flag is cut tight on the right hand side, it means you only have space on the left hand side of the flag. So it yeah. just doesn't really give like, and I hit a big nasty hook all the time, even with my wedges. So yeah, it was yeah, but it was good. It was it was. So when you're gone. So when you're hitting it, when you're hitting, are you you're you're not as worried about left and right? You're worried about deep or long. Uh, I was worried about everything, but yeah, deep and long <laughs> as well. Like I, my dad went first, and he hit it, and it just I think it one bounced straight over the back, and then the poor guy we were playing with a fella from Ohio, and <laughs> it, to be fair, he had a couple of beers by the time we got there. Um, but he he took so much turf that the ball the ball barely didn't get into the water just off the tee box. He he duffed it so badly. Oh my god! Yeah. So, um, and I'd say sixteen is tough, is it? Sixteen, uh, it's act- it actually wasn't. It's not that tough. Like if you played as a par five, eighteen yeah. I think was was the most fun playing. Um, cool hole. Cool. Hole. It's just very cool. Like you can't you can't bite off too much down the left hand side. Um. But did was... you try and bite something off it? Oh, I did, and I put it in the water <laughs> the first time. <laughs> I said that's such a fun course to play. Yeah, it was good crack. It was good crack. So, looking forward to watching it on TV this year. Yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Um. Okay. Any more players takes? Or are we moving on? I think that's all I've got. I think we covered it. Yeah, me too. It's a couple of, couple of, couple of good featured groups in the first few days: Spieth, JT, and Max, and then McElroy, Ram, and Scotty. So they're both they're playing Thursday, Friday together. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. That I love when they can just like put out the most obvious groups ever. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um. Okay, so um, I know there were some big announcements on the PGA Tour this week, pretty serious ones, but we'll get to that in a minute because you know we need to kind of stay less serious for a sec. Um, I think I feel like we need to kind of roughly just finish off full swing because I'd say a lot of people out there now have probably finished all eight episodes if they were taking their time. Uh, I finished it last week. 
obviously I'll say again I loved it hopefully they do another series um one take that I that I kind of want to give again it's, it's probably it's another dig at Brooks obviously people can tell I'm not a Brooks fan but he came out with a TikTok this week on his episode and he was kind of saying um a lot of that was straight after his surgery and this and yada 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 and maybe it wasn't the real perception of how he's feeling at the present day or whatever blah 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 but basically he he came out with this quote where he said a lot of that stuff was filmed not even a year after the surgery so there was a lot of there was a lot going on just between trying to figure out my body and the proprioception of where I was at I sent it straight to you Ben I was like proprioception come on now like there's a fine line between using good diction and just taking the mic at all together like I had to google it straight away it was like it was like a doctor using like complicated medical language and you're just like come on doc tell me what tell me what's wrong with me in English like so the the definition is the perception the perception or awareness of the position and movement of the body like Scott did you know what proprioception was before I mentioned it just there? Absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Just oh, that, that sentence just grinds my gears. Like that sentence still doesn't make sense, even after you explained what the word means. Yeah, so the word is perception of awareness of the position and movement of the body. And he, what did he say? I was trying to figure out my body and the proprioception. I'll jog on, Brooks. Like, yeah, do you know? Um. So, so lads, have you like I don't know? Have you got to the Rory episode, the final episode? That's brilliant. Like. Yeah, I've watched it all. Um, yeah. I was the. I think we've had this discussion. I think a lot of people have come away from it not really being a fan of Colin Morikawa. And I yeah, think, that's a weird one. I think that's just because they they as they have to they pick two players and they kind of painted him against Tony Fina, who's like the ultimate family man. And mm. then Co- Colin was talking about having to be a bit selfish and stuff. And I think a bit smarmy or something. I don't know. I I didn't I I didn't get that impression, but I, a few people have said that to me. Mm. Um. And yeah, I got to the Rory episode. Uh, I like Rory's, he's great. So, the man, he's like, the man. We're big he fans is, of Rory here. He is the superhero of the PGA Tour. Mm. I haven't got to the Rory episode now, I'm not gonna lie. I've just been still going slow burner on him. They're like, I, I, I was talking to someone at work about it as well who just loves golf. And he's like, he's similar, just kind of is watching them near the end just for the sake of watching them. Um, simply because he knew what was happening in the world of golf. He, you know, he knows what Matt Fitz was like. The Tony Fino story, like as you said, Jenny, that you felt you were like, you, you were quite moved by the Matt Fitz and the Tony Fino ones. Uh, I enjoyed the Matt Fitz, but I already knew all the stuff about him logging all the things, also for his brother, all of that kind of crack. So I kind of already kind of knew a lot of it. So I was, it didn't move me as much. And like even the Tony Fino one, I was kind of like, yeah, it's a good episode. I already really like Tony, so I was like, it wasn't as much anything new for me. It's not the same kind of. Stone, Scott. Yeah, I just didn't it just didn't do as much for me as I really thought it would. Um mm. and I'm I'm enjoying I, I what I'm really enjoying is the well like the scenes I love is I love the the JT and Jordan episode where I think it's JT and Jordan episode where they're all in the gym uh, and like <laughs> Rory's in there working out. No, that's I, the Rory but, episode, I'd say is it? No, it's it's because well I haven't watched the Rory episode yet. It's there's just a, it's a small clip it's neat scene where they're in there and it's a bit of chit chat and it's like geez I thought yeah. the gym be empty today or oh, or yeah, was yeah, the yeah. the Joel Damon one where Ram sitting with Rory and is it Colin as well or and that that kind of chit chat I love seeing that kind of stuff. Yeah, the actual storylines for it I already knew you know 
uh, a lot of it. So I was kind of, I don't know. I, I still have two more episodes to go, I think. I've got Rory yeah, yeah, and yeah. I don't know. What, who's the second last episode? Well, have you seen the the Neiman and... Uh, no. Miss... Okay. Mido. I, I haven't seen Neiman and, and Mido and then I have to watch Rory. Like I was a fan of Mido um, yeah. stylistically before you guys told me that he went to live. Um and um, I was just raging the whole time watching that. Like with Kate, I was like, wait, no, they'll tell you you're going to live. They're going to live. They're going to live. And uh, like, I was just like the whole time. It was like, oh, these two boys, they're brilliant. Mito and Neiman. Yeah. Um, and they never even touched on the live thing. They obviously went after they recorded. Well, sure, me, the Mito whole time went, I was just, yeah. the whole time I was just like, they're not brilliant at all. They just sold their careers down the river, like, and they're gone to to live. Like, I would have loved to seen those two boys smash it out. Like, I also just think it's funny how Mito was like my 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 lifelong goal is to win on the PGA Tour and to become nonsense. whatever. And it's just like, yeah, that really annoyed me. Um, yeah. but anyway, right. Well, look, I suppose we got Sinead McCarthy into full swing, so we've done we've done something there, lads. Yeah, wait, um, just so wait for hope- wait for the the. Oh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Netflix will send you the uh oh the, the what is the word for uh commission words get it first Scott commission no commission. Uh, do you know when you release a Christmas song and then you're royalties. rich forever royalties, royalties. <laughs> the company um, royalties so I love it. I love it. royalties aren't just used for Christmas songs my <laughs> um so lads I uh I tried top tracer 30 again the top tracer 30 challenge so if you didn't listen last week folks there's a challenge you can do on the top tracer uh driving range app where it's 30 different shots and at the end you get a a score of points and you can enter a global leaderboard so i'm currently 14th in ireland and um so i've been going to the range the whole time trying to like get a better score and lads after 11 shots I was going well. After 11 shots, I had a plus 0.2 handicap, right? So I was like ping and everything. After 21 shots, I was, I'd was i gone back out to 3.2. And then on the 22nd shot, I hit an absolute nightmare off the planet, like out of bounds, duck hook. And I went from 3.2 to 9.4 on the 22nd Oof. shot. I was devastated like as devastated as you would be on the course if you hit a ball out of bounds and um, that's why i think it's so brilliant because it brings out the actual emotions that you would get on the yeah. course but like 3.2 to 9.4 for one out of bounds shot it was so harsh so i actually only had a few balls left so i just cancelled them because there was no way i was going to re- recover Um. so um adam price i wonder actually i wonder is adam price still top of the leaderboard anyway so, so where are you ranked now uh i'll find out for you um I Gosh. love that. I love that you have to do this. I love that this segment of the podcast that you're you're going to be doing this once a week, and it's going to be a thing to see every week. Where did you rank last week? Oh, yeah, Adam Price from Greystones Golf Center, still top nine hundred and thirty-two points. Um, I wonder yeah, is anyone? I know, oh, and nobody's knocked me out of fourteenth, so I'm hanging on to fourteenth. Um, but one of the listeners, uh, Sammy Dowling, credit. Thank you very much for the suggestion. Suggested, could we create like a quack covered it podcast top tracer thirty? private league kind of like fantasy football where if you listen to the pod you get the code and you join the league and you put a score in and we can have like a live leaderboard that way that'd be class wouldn't it that would be fun yeah that would be real good I don't know how you'd set it up but can you, would, can you, you... would you actually go to the range and do it then Scott 
nope. Um, I suppose we better give a, a shout out to our friends at Seed Golf um, as well during this pod. Um, they're the balls that we are gaming at the moment. Um, uh, they are class, lovely and soft. And I would encourage anyone to get on it, uh, try them out. Like they're Irish. Um, they're an Irish brand trying to take on the giants um, that are out there. So um, if we're an Irish golfing community, I feel like it's a good thing to support Irish. So um, get on it, Seed Golf. And the discount code is what, Ben? Uh, co- all covered it, all caps. C-O-V-E-R-E-D-I-T. Lovely, lovely. If uh, if anyone would like, I'd say there's three brand new shiny ones straight out of the packet. If you look at the in the gorse on about the fifth in Ross Lair, you'll find it's about three in there, and <laughs> and, and another ten all over the course. I was spray, <laughs> spraying the ball on Friday. Um, lads, I think it's time. It's time to get off my chest what I've been trying to get out on this podcast for weeks now. I think it's time to bring back Ringanan Golf Club. <laughs> so for the listeners, um, Ringanan Golf Club was a nine-hole golf course in Kinsale that existed for 101 years before it closed down in, I believe, 2013. Might need a fact check around that one. Sounds um, right. But it was a beautiful nine-hole golf course, tree-lined, um, Lovely golf course, used to be part of Kinsale Golf Club and it closed down and it's now a foot golf course. And my issue is that I'm just like, there's lots of new golfers from our generation that are taking up the game now. And I know for a fact that there's lots of lads out there that are trying to join golf clubs and finding it difficult um, because they're so full. So instead of building new golf courses, why can't we reopen ones that have closed, i.e. Ring and Ann? Um, I'm sure if the foot golfers are listening, I'm sure it would make more money as a golf course than a foot golf course. I can't, like, you play foot golf once on a stag and you never go back. Um, so let's reopen Ring and Anne. It's class. It's where I grew up playing golf. All my best memories back there. But there's other ones as well. There's one called Water Rock that closed down back in the noughties as well in Cork. I'm sure there's loads. I don't know of any offhand in Dublin. But I'm sure there's loads around the country that the listeners could get in the comments and tell us, like, if your if your golf course is closed down, get on us. Let's get this movement started. Let's reopen Irish closed golf course. What will all the foot golfers of Kinsale do? Yeah, they'll be, I'll, I'll be hiding from all the foot golfers now. They won't be happy with me. The only, Ringing On, when, when did you last play Ringing On? Like, what age would you have been? Um... I would have been maybe in school or just finishing college or whatever, but it's like where I hit my first golf shot. Ever. No, I know. And it was a lovely, it's a lovely course on a lovely bit of land with some lovely trees. It's Beautiful. very, it's very much up and down though. It was the Augusta of Ireland. Like. Mm. What do we call it? it? <laughs> I, I, I think that's an absolutely outrageous statement, but um, we're going to let it slide because. But outrageous statements will attract investors. It, you, it was great for the Cavs. Yeah, right, like as in up it was and down the Yeah, like remember how I remember just being like thirteen, maybe or something, even less. Like uh, just kind of the odd time I'm going to play golf when I was younger, and like the second hole. Remember how downhill the second hole was? You could probably drive it now with a five iron. Oh, Scott, I have a brilliant story for you about the second hole ringing on. So, was it that they used to keep cheetahs at the bottom and now they had to <laughs> in because you were the 
No, no, um, no. So basically, my old myself, and my old man, like all my early golfing memories are playing golf. With my brother and my dad in Ring and I Golf Club, we loved it. Right. But when my dad started, like when I started golf, my dad started golf like late forties, early fifties, or whatever. So he, when he started out, he had the biggest duck hook in the world. He just could not hit the ball right. It was like left, 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 and it got to the point where it was like laughable. You know, we'd be laughing and joking about it, but. For anyone out there who does not know the world famous Ring and Anne, um, the second hole was a tee shot where it was a, a par four down. The, it was only about 300 yards, but it was a par four down a, a very steep hill with a huge farmer's field on the left hand side. Um, wait, wait, and... wait the, the field was big or the farmer was big? Which one was huge? <laughs> ben, I'm trying to tell you a childhood memory here. Um. But anyway, anyway, folks, before I was rudely interrupted, left-hand side is no. You have to hit the ball out right and then back into the green. My dad literally hit about a 1,000 golf balls into this farmer's field. And this farmer was cute. He was a cute whore. He used to walk up and down the, the field every single evening and with a plastic bag, and he'd pick up all the golf balls that people had hit in there. So you'd literally be playing... Dad would hit a couple of balls in there, OB, and you'd be walking down the fairway, and the go- the farmer would walk through the bushes in the ditch with his plastic bag, and he'd sell the golf balls back to you. No <laughs> so way! Dad, dad would literally hit two in there, and then buy two of them back for two for probably pounds. No, couldn't be pounds, weren't that? Pun- not punts. that old, but punts. Um, but oh, we still laugh at that to this day. So. Listen, um, it's off my chest now. It's out there in the world. I want to bring back Ring and Anne. I want to bring back closed down golf courses. Um, I, I also know that a Thai pitch and putt closed down in, in Kildare. Uh, one of my good friends from a Thai told me that. So that's uh, also actually, a disgrace. We need to get a Thai pitch and putt back. Um, another story about that second. Have you played foot golf at the old Ring and Anne? I have actually. It's quite. It's very fun. <laughs> <laughs> that that said, second hole they've 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 made it shorter. But you basically right. just you kick your football down the hill, and if it they they they've inserted two wooden railway sleepers into the ground ah. behind the green, and every ball just misses them and rolls all the way down to the bottom of the field, and you've got to run all the way down. It is a monstrosity of a of a foot golf hole. So yeah, sc- come on, like it. surely, like can we get a fact checker on there? Like how much is it for a round of foot golf in ringing and right now? Like surely, be to God, you could charge ten euro more. For golfers would pay 10 euro more than whatever the foot golfers are playing and you'd get more golfers out there. You just need to put the investment in to put it back to its original state and let's start playing golf again. Because since COVID, the numbers in golf in Ireland have gone way up. And I know that from talking to different people in different clubs that the membership applications have gone like through the roof. So we know the market's there, let the golfers play. Did you know that you can also play hurling, hurl golf? There's another set of people you've got to buy out of it. Yeah. And <sighs> and are you looking at the same thing I'm looking at? The archery tag. And wait, Nerf... this place sounds class. We, Nerf... we better get down there. Nerf Nerf gun. <laughs> Nerf guns. Battles. Now I would like to point out that all the people in the pictures except the foot call for all kids, but oh, no, <laughs> the, ar- the archery tag looks like it could be a universal one. Jeez, this sounds like a business. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Mick, Mick Young back in December 2016, I really can't think of anything better than representing Ireland in a sport that is growing so quickly. 
when the sport takes off, and believe me, it will, I'll be glad to say I played on the first Irish national team. So, hey, shout out to Mick Young. Yeah. That's maybe, we could get, maybe we could get Big John Murphy on our side. He's surely hit a few balls and ringing on over the years. Maybe we could get him. It's, it's 15 euro uh, for a round of uh, per person for a round of football. Shen. Surely you'd pay 25 <sighs> for ringing on. The world famous. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what would it? What would it? What would an average golf course in Ireland that's shut down cost you? To revamp, like no, just if you want to go buy the land. Oh yeah, I don't know. Sure, I sure, wonder yeah. what you'd, what you'd value ringing in at. I mean, the whole Kinsale property value would come in probably there, wouldn't it? Really, uh, like, you, can't, you can't go building there. Have you ever played? I know, but still. Yeah. Have you ever played Mahan, the public golf course? My brother raves about it. I just still had, never had a chance to play it. No, never. No, Plenty I haven't class. either, no. Um, but, like, maybe you could, instead of it being a private model, maybe you could make it a public model. I don't know, lads. I feel very strongly about it anyway. I want it back. So, I think you're swimming upstream on that one. <laughs> please, listeners, if you agree with me, get in the comments. Um, Let's start a GoFundMe. Yeah, and the DMs, wherever they may be. Um, okay, lads. So do you want to quickly mention our quack uh, cover to comp for the, the quack bag? Yeah, let's let's just say this is the last week to enter. So next episode, yeah. we're going to be picking out. So just make sure, give us a give us a rating, give us a review on Apple or Spotify, give us a follow, uh, and we'll be picking out a winner who'll be getting quack bag springer springer sunday bag um you'll be getting a collection of other things that's in the house a few samples never made it to production a few other bits like that so okay um so i have a game to finish unless you guys have any more takes you want to include this week i'm all take no, out go for it take out take out you ready for a game did did somebody say take out i feel <laughs> so many take can i have a chicken burger and chips there please <laughs> oh god uh, okay uh, um, right you, you boys ready for a game ready ready I've only just thought of it and I don't know what the rules are I will the rules will come up as they go but um, I'm going to try and make this an exciting one so Scott don't ruin it <laughs> um, okay so basically in Rory's episode of Full Swing, he mentioned that he thinks he could name, or he said he claims that he could name the last fifty Masters champ champs. Um, I'd like to see you do that, Rory. I'd love to bring him <laughs> on the pod and and get it like not a whole pro. You're definitely gonna get a few wrong there. So anyway, boys, we're going to starting from last year. Um, we are going to work our way back. And you're each going to get a guess um, and we're going to see, you know, who fails first. Um, I think I might give you one lifeline each and one clue each, depending on how the game is going. Um, yeah. That's fluid. But um, so how will we start this? Who's going to go first? Um, okay. Ben, heads or tails? Tails. Ooh. Yeah, you got tails. I fixed. Um, I have half a magnum. Uh, from an ice cream thing, but there's an M for Magnum on one side and it's blank on the other side. So I assume heads would be the M. So tails is correct. So you get to go first. So uh, so that's great. So who won the Masters last year, Ben? Um, Scotty Scheffler. Correct. Scott, the year before that, 2021. I can't remember. 
already. I was okay, like, that's fine. That's fine. Don't panic. Don't panic. Try, I will give you. There. I'm just gonna say you have one wrong guess. That you, you know you've won lifeline, and you've won clue. So you can either take a stab at it, at it now and get it wrong, or you can ask me for a clue. Stab at it and get it wrong. Um. Well, like, I've just been trying to rack my brain. And I think can't. about this now. I can't remember. There's names popping up, but I don't think any of them did win it. So. Um, no, my stab was DJ. You're going to be raging when you when you find out who it is. Do I, do I I'm sure that? I already know it. I just so, can't remember. What are you going with, DJ? Well, I already guessed. So yeah, okay, know. so it was Hideki. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's fine. That's your lifeline gone. And Ben, over to you for 2020. The listeners are going mad. It's Tiger. Are you having a laugh? It was DJ. The COVID year in November. Oh. Yeah. So now your lifeline's gone. Oh, so, sorry. There's two in 2020. Yeah. Right? You're gone. So, Scott, back to you for 2019. <laughs> you have to get this one. Tiger. Tiger. No, but it's not 2019. It's 2020. No, Tiger's 2019 and DJ was 2020. And Ben, back to you for 2018. Uh, Patrick Reed. Oof. Well done. Didn't think you get that one. Nice. Scott, back I'm to all, you I'm for all, 2017. Uh, oh, I think you'd be smart Danny to get Willis? a clue here. Incorrect. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ben, ben has to get this one right to win the game. Ben, not 20, a fan of clues. Ben, in 2016, for the win. Danny Willett. Correct. But you didn't do 2017. <laughs> I did, Sergio. Oh, sorry. Yes. No, hold on. Sir, sure, yeah, sure, but you sure, got sure. you got 2017 wrong, which is Sergio, and 2016 yeah, was Danny you, Willis. You, you don't just skip it and just go, okay, we're not going to tell the listeners who it was. Look, yeah, Scott, I did everything in there possible to make sure you didn't win the game. So um, that's all for today, folks. Um, our wacky, weird, and wonderful podcast may move on to next week or the funding may stop it all depends on whether quack golf will send me a lovely new pair of their lovely joggers if they do i may decide to put in the effort for next week um brace yourself for a, a quack plug here but i love the joggers by the way that's their class i wear them out to dinner every now and then as well they're lovely um as so head, head of as head of operations here shani uh, <laughs> and the one who would be sending the joggers to you after that quiz, there is zero chance you're ever getting anything else again. Send me the black ones. They're lovely. All right, <laughs> lads. Um, that's it for this week. Everyone enjoy the players. We may or may not be back next week, depending on um, contractual agreements with the presenter. <laughs> See you later, boys.